You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Naughty Rog Von Naughty Dog. He's a PlayStation exclusive. All hail the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan. Davey, Davey, how are you? It's good. I'm not I'm not wiping away tears this episode, so it's so no. I'm okay. No, yeah, that's true. It yeah. was uh, not quite the emotional roller coaster as episode three. No. Uh, but you got right back to Joel and Ellie. You got to back to those two at the forefront of this episode very much. And let's just dive right in, shall we? And, and for those that were curious, we'll get into some thoughts on the DC news at the very end of this. But this will be mainly just the recap episode of uh, the fourth episode of season one of The Last of Us entitled Please Hold My Hand. And once again, spoilers for the show and the episode. We're going to do our best to have no spoilers for the game unless there's sort of like the this wasn't in the game. This was in the game, but we're not going to look forward in right. the game. And the game is 10 years old, so that's kind yeah. of on you if you haven't played it yet. So, No, but friend. I would say if you haven't played the game and you're watching the show, you don't want to have the ending spoiled for you on the show. Right. Like if you spoil the game, but it's like vis-a-vis, round vis-a-vis. and round. Yeah, yeah, right. But right, right out of the rip, we get Ellie playing with the gun that she got and a little foreshadowing there with Ellie holding the gun at the very beginning of this episode. Yes, absolutely. So you get the sense, too, that like this is they're starting to kind of warm up to each other, too, which is kind of nice. But Ellie has that reckless side to her that yeah. is going to start showing its rearing its ugly head now and again. Yeah, I think you might be right about that. And uh, also, we mentioned how the first two episodes of this show gave you flashbacks to sort of how this whole thing got started. Episode three and four did not do that. So I was wondering early on, like, are we going to get this every single episode? Now I'm starting to think maybe we were only going to get it the first two, and then maybe we're done with that now. Which is great, because I think, like, by this point in the game, like, you get it. Yeah, we got it. Right? Yeah. You got it? Like, you understand how this works? Um, And there was a moment in this episode where you're like, Something happened um, where, what's the guy's name? Perry and yeah. Kathleen go into like this basement and you see the floor kind of move. Yep. And, and, to, and you don't need to know what that is, but you can kind of guess. So you kind of get it at this point, right? Yeah, I think I so. I, yeah. I, would, I, would, I would agree with that. So the two characters are traveling to Wyoming and obviously they had just gotten the vehicle. That was sort of, it is amazing. And somebody put, put that on Twitter. They were like, Hey, we need an episode where uh, where Joel and Ellie get a vehicle. Like, what can you give us? Like, got it. <laughs> they give you episode three, which is like it's incredible, like love story. It's like it's like how they got a truck. Yeah, yeah. They got the truck and now they're going. It's like what? Okay, <laughs> so they're going to Wyoming, and then 
so much of it, even some of the slow parts, I think are just building more of the chemistry between Joel and Ellie, like all the shit with the pun books. Like why did the scarecrow get an award? Because he was standing in his field. I like the diarrhea joke was my favorite of the episode. Diarrhea joke's not a bad joke. Oh, speaking of, so my daughter who's three is not to turn this into kids say the darndest things, but yeah, my daughter who's three likes to uh, sing songs. And she also likes to substitute any word for poop. Me too. Which is hilarious. It's just funny. So the yeah. best one, because she started singing it again, it's a little outdated now, but the best one is, you better not pout, you better not cry, you better not shout, I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to poop. <laughs> funny every time. <laughs> no, I just laughed at it legitimately. So yeah. Cece's on the right track. She's, she's on his head. She knows what she's doing. It's, it's, clear, it's clear as day that she is her father's daughter. Oh, so so much so today, her commitment to a joke is only matched by me. So there's a book that we have, and it's like uh, Frida Kahlo, and it's like uh, a number book. So it's one through ten, and it's like one like blue house, and then it says it like una casa azul, like or you know, so it's like in Spanish and in English. So your Spanish is actually on the same level as your three year old daughter's as well. We're We're in lockstep. So I read the book to her tonight. Every single time, one blue house. She goes, one blue poop, two poops, three poops. Full all the way to ten. It's at first, at first, I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna laugh, even though deep down I think it's hilarious. But she was so committed to it, and she was so innocent. And so by like the sixth one, she was like six poops, and I'm like, all right, all right, you gotta stop because I'm you, laughing way too much. You got me, uh, but. Going back to Ellie in the in the truck, they get Hank Williams. So again, music is a is a big theme in this. They've already played a bunch of bunch of hits already. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you get the Nudie Men's Magazine there. I couldn't tell what the name of it was. What was the name of that? Ah, uh, now you're gonna put me in the spot. I don't remember, but it was something. It, it was some team. double entendre. Yeah. yeah, it was like stacked or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, but I do like the the joke of like the pages being stuck together was it tickled me as well because that's yeah. something that. Yeah, but it's also good. And then like her being like, I'm just fucking with you because it's like Joel thinks Ellie's younger than she is or not that she's younger than she is, but just that like she should be a little bit more innocent, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And like there's so many times, whether it's an innocent joke like that or like stuff that we get later where you're like, yeah, she might be 14, but like she's only grown up in this world. So it's not the normal 14. And that's and I think he's still holding on to the thought of what Sarah was like when she was fourteen, and she oh, no. had never seen anything like that. So to him, I mean, that's kind of like he's again. I'm going back to the watch, like he's kind of stuck in time, especially when dealing with a teenage girl, thinking like she's gonna she. It's it's not fair that you've seen this. He actually says like it's not fair that you've had to like see this mm-hmm. stuff. And um, I think that's when there she he realizes that it's like a little bit different than it's it's a lot different than what. Yeah, he would take a normal, what a normal child sees and does in this world. Mm-hmm. There's a pretty good realization. And then when they're camping out, I think there's a good conversation too, because obviously they had just, you know, not too long ago she had seen a whole group of infected for like the first time, or at least that many infected for the first time. And then when they're camping out, she's like asking about like the infected still and he's like no 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 out here we're not worried about that it's like it's worse like we're worried about people like people's yeah. what's going to come out this way and uh, that's what to me what has been 
any successful horror movie or zombie movie or zombie TV show like The Walking Dead, you find out pretty quickly. And I know we've said this before mm-hmm. that the most dangerous thing still in the world are people. Yeah. And just like this, and I said they said in like the post episode thing, like people's compulsion to like dominate and how like revolutionary groups are like often just as bad or worse than the people they overthrew. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's interesting to me um how Lord of the Flies this gets very yeah. quickly. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of Lord of the Flies, we'll get to uh Melanie Linsky's character from Yellow yes. Jackets. So she yes. she pops up in this. That's very on uh, it's very on brand. Uh my question would be this: if you are traveling and you know that there are both infected and terrible people, and you do find a nice spot in the woods, wouldn't you still sleep in the truck? I'd sleep in the truck. I feel like it's just I would sleep, I would sleep in the truck. Yeah. But again, I think people are more interested with your stuff than you. So mm-hmm. maybe I would separate it just because like if take the shit, whatever, I don't care. Like yeah. I'll figure it out. But um, you're not going to get us both is, you know, I'm not going to get got. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess because it's easier to see from a distance the truck than people sleeping on the ground. But still just like I'd be like, I'm, I know we're in the woods, but like we're also kind of sitting ducks here. Like, but if, oh. I mean, I would think about it in the sense that like I would park the truck away from where I was sleeping. So if someone does yeah. happen to find it, they're just going to be so psyched that they found that that they're not going to keep looking for me. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then you're you're good. Now you're shit out of luck with the truck, but it's <laughs> fine. But like you know, that was yeah. a luxury. You're that locked, we had. You're yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then you get Ellie's asking Joel about Tommy, and it's a good line in there too, where he's like, "It's a long story." She's like, "It's more than twenty five hours." <laughs> you know, like that's how much time I think we have. What I mean, how has a long story ever been long? When someone's at the all I hear when people say it's a long story, which means they don't want to tell it. It doesn't right. matter. It could be a short story, I just want to tell it. But um it's never no. been a long story. It's the long, like the longest story you've ever told. Um, there were stories where I've like tell it's it right always now. it's always the ones where you have to like, all right, hold on, back up, back up, back up. And you have to like give you provide more information. You have to give like more background information. Yeah. So you have to be like, all right, so I'm walking with this guy and, you know, he's being a real dickhead. Hang on. Well, he's with two dogs. Right. <laughs> you know, and you have to like keep going, like backtracking. Like those are the yeah. ones I feel like take forever. Yeah. And because like it wouldn't like the ending is not going to pay off unless you have all of those details leading up to right. it. Or unless yeah. you know the person. Yeah, it's a good point. And then you're like, yeah. the short version is going to stink. Like, so you have to hear the long version, but even still, like if you timed it now, I know people don't even have, like people won't even watch a two minute video on Twitter. So I understand no. that if you tell a five minute story, it's like, it takes ages, but still right. That's uh, a long so, time. That's a long story. It's five, five minute story. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. People listen to an hour podcast. I mean, or like a Ted talk, like a Ted talk is like a, basically a 20 minute story, right? That's what we should do one week when we have like a, we have a dry week. We should just tell one really long story <laughs> that's fine i love it i love stories <laughs> uh so then they end up they're cruising like they're just heading west they're cruising for a while was it uh 76 west on to 70 west or vice versa 70 west. yeah and then they hit kansas city and you get the trucks everywhere and that is one cool. thing that like i know these apocalyptic shows have been done to death but like the million cars on the highway it's still like an image that stands out and it's in every one of them like they all do it um the other thing that bothers me too about this is like you said would you if you were in a like major city blah 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 truck i would just avoid major cities at all cost 
Yeah, that's a good right? point. Probably go around, like, because you either have Fedra's there or you have. There's just a chance of more of these right. like groups that are around. So yeah, I mean, obviously, you're if you're going from Boston to Wyoming, you're going. Which again, I I told this story last week, but my dad went he, to school at Wyoming, and so he often went from Boston to Wyoming, drove it, hitchhiked it, whatever. Uh, but so that's a long ride. I guess you don't want to take too many detours. That'd be the one. No, I would try to stay on the highway as long as I could. But if there was an exit to get off like a major city, like I would just keep going. Like that. I know at some point you need gas. I know at some point like hmm. it's going to be a challenge. But yeah, I just would stay out of proper cities. Yeah. So deviating from the game, they go to Kansas City. That is not in the first Last of Us, and then you get a little bit of a issue. So they so they go around, but now they're in the city. They're all turned around. I'm not familiar with Kansas City, but they're they're all they can't find the highway. And it's a planned city. Should be a grid, right? <laughs> you would think you you just drive straight enough. There's gonna be signs to get back on right. the highway, but they couldn't find that. And then they get the old the guy doing the okie doke. He's like, "Help me, I'm hurt." And he's like, "Ah, fuck that. Put your seatbelt on." And then they have the uh, the chain or the nail strip there. So they pop the tires. They go out. So it looked like it was a two on one situation. And Joel, they get out of the car. And then, well, they crash the car. Then Joel makes sure that Ellie's safe behind a wall. He kills one guy, waits. Another guy comes and kills him, thinking it's clear. And then in comes fucking Brian. And the reason fucking, we know it's that, always fucking Brian. <laughs> the reason is a great Dan Cook bit, right? Yeah, was, it, was that what Dan Cook? Fucking was Brian? Brian. Yeah. Brian. <laughs> and the only reason we know his name is Brian is because they mentioned it like 20 times in the episode. And I think it was like his way of trying to like humanize himself to someone who was probably going to kill him. Like, mm -hmm. I have a name. He's mentioned his mother. He said she's right there. Like, I I'm sorry. Like, we're not fighting anymore. We're not fighting anymore. My name is Brian. Like, I think that's him trying to like humanize himself to them. But then the other characters even were like, oh, they got fucking Brian. They're like, where's Brian? <laughs> like, oh, they yeah. fucked Brian. And you're like, all right. Anyway. Brian. But big scene, important scene. And you you're wondering. So Brian seems to have the better of Joel. He's stuffing his gun into his throat. And you're like, all right, what's Ellie going to do? We know Ellie has a knife and we know Ellie has a gun. So I'm like, is Ellie going to tiptoe all the way up there and stab him in the neck? She no, thinks she about it. It's the first thing she pulls out. Yeah. I kind of yeah. thought that's where we were going. She goes the other way. And this goes back to the very opening scene of the movie. She pulls the gun out, shoots him in the back. Uh, him out, and then that's when he gets into the waterworks. And he's like, oh, we're good. <laughs> like, we're good. I'll tell you, you guys are good. Like, we're fine. I'm not even mad anymore. Yeah. That guy, <laughs> he laid it on pretty thick. And at that point, Joel kind of freezes because he's like, she saved him. Yeah. He didn't know she had a gun. He also feels bad because she's basically a kid and having to do this. So, like, so much is going through his head. And then what he decides to do is tell her to get behind the wall. And then Brian's like, here, take my knife. And he's like, okay. And then off screen. But he kills him with his own fucking knife. It's a big thunk sound. It's I think knife. it said I think it said in on the because I I'm old and I, you know, have the, the captions on. And I think it said like dull thud. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Oh no. What a way to thud. Your own weapon. Your own knife. And he keeps telling him it's a good knife. Take it. It's a good knife. It's a good knife. He's like, sure is, pal. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Smokes <laughs> him. Yeah. So uh, that was good. But it was also, like yeah. you said, it was it was interesting because in that moment, you know, Ellie is just you see her like wipe away tears and like shake it off real fast. And then the realization that Joel has when she's like, you know, I'm sorry they had to do that. She's like, No, that's not the first time I killed somebody. No, she didn't she say like, kill somebody though. She just said 
like it's not the first time I've had to do so, or she she didn't say kill. I mean, it might have been a kill. Yeah. Because he was like he was eventually trying to make her feel better, and he was like, "You didn't kill him. It's not like you killed him, but like you shouldn't have had to do that." And I'm I'm sorry. So he actually apologizes, but then she's like, "It's not my first time," and he's like, "What did you do before?" And she's like, "I don't want to talk about it." She, yeah. she should have long story. So it is long story, and it'll it'll be in the scene in the mall, which is which is coming. Um, mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to tell you. Yep. And I'm, you got to get a little bit of Ellie backstory here because they keep kind of like subtle hinting it a little bit. But yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we'll we'll um, for sure get more of that. But I just think it's really good. One, that just like so much more character building, chemistry building between the two without just like forcing it and trying to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also get a few more scenes that are very game like where how many hours did you spend hiding behind one car shooting another guy behind another car uh that was every video game not just this one but it's been sure. a long time of me just like popping out and yep. just like yep. Yep. yeah but the way and it was like, max pain where you like slow-mo like the bullet oh, yeah. time that was the yeah i just was thinking and then like them just going into buildings out of buildings upstairs downstairs blocking doors going in putting ellie through the thing having her open a door yeah. for you squeezing through like quickly into like cracks in the wall yeah classic classic it's great stuff uh yeah good point by greg in the chat the way ellie was aiming she thought joel might have gotten shot in the dick <laughs> blown it right off <laughs> what i want to deviating from the game big what time you care? you're not using it they're like, so what we decided to do in episode four, just to keep the video game people guessing, we blew Joel's dick off his body. I'm like, Jesus, what a choice. <laughs> um, one interesting factoid. I don't know if you caught the after show. Um, I thought I recognized the guy. So the guy who plays Perry is a uh, guy named Jeffrey Pierce, who actually plays Tommy in the game. Oh, he's the voice of Tommy. No shit. Yeah. So I'm interested to see if, if Troy Baker makes it into the show who's actually the voice of joel probably i mean if he wants it, i bet right? they offered him if they're offering tommy a spot i bet joel got a spot i hope so because again this whole character is kathleen is a new character to the show yes. she's not in the mm-hmm. game characters like her though sort of like so you get like the fireflies you got Fedra, you got Joel and Ellie, but then as it goes on, you pop up and there's like these different groups, just like in The Walking Dead, right? Like there's all the governors, Negan, like the the whisperers, like there's all different groups. And so she's a little bit different. And I'll tell you, good intro to her to set the stage where she's talking to not only a doctor, but her doctor. Right. And she's fucking bissed about like what happened to her brother and everything else. And then it's pretty incredible because she keeps him alive for a second. She goes outside. She sees fucking Brian bleeding out. And she's like, fucking Brian. <laughs> she's like, what if I had a doctor? And they're, and she, they're like, no, I can't save him. And she's like, okay. Walks back into the cell, fucking blows the doctor's brains out. Well, and then he says to her, he says, I'm your doctor. Meaning like, I'm probably the only doctor here. Yeah. So like, you're not going to kill me. You need me. He's like, well, no, if you can't help no, me, then like, she didn't give a shit about, give that. about anything. By the way, I'm looking at Troy Baker's. Someone listed the top 15 Troy Baker voice voice acting credits. Yeah. Would you like me to walk you through just several of them? Sure. Joel from The Last of Us. Great one. Bruce Wayne from the Telltale Batman series. Oh, yeah, I like that. I played that. Pagan Min from Far Cry 4 was the bad guy in Far Cry 4. 
He voiced the Joker in Batman Arkham Origins. Really? Yes. He played Sam Drake in Uncharted. Not Nathan, but Sam Drake, his brother. Booker DeWitt from Bioshock. He played the Arkham Knight in Batman Arkham Knight. He did? He did. And he was Ocelot in Metal Gear 5. This guy's not fucking around, the old voiceover. This guy is the voiceover guy. Oh, and he was Bruce Banner in Marvel's Avengers. Jesus. Yeah. You just get him and Tara Strong, and you get all the voices you could possibly uh, use. Nolan North. The three of them, you get a game. Boom. Do everything. You're you're good. All right, I like that. Um, So then at this point, too, like they... You now finally get the uh, Joel and Ellie have a moment to sort of like revisit what had happened. And then Joel still doesn't really know how to handle it. But then he ends up teaching her how to hold a gun and then like gives her the gun. So that's a pretty big moment there, too. But it was also a good moment to realize that like she the whole thing, like he didn't want her to have a gun because he thought she didn't know how to use it. And she was like, no, I I know how to use a gun. And he's like, and they they taught me that in school. He's like, all right. Bit. And he's like, nah, he's like typical. And then like he showed her how to correctly do it. Yeah. Which is fun. And you can tell that was huge for her. Like yeah. you could tell right away. Like she she really liked that part of it. Oh, going back to Kathleen real quick. So obviously I like her. She was a good, she's a good actress. She was in yellow jackets. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Um does she, from what we've seen, feel like the type of person that could lead a group that big that would also overtake the QZ zone? It's funny because I was thinking the same thing that whole episode because her is it Melanie Litsky? Yeah. Linsky? Yeah. Her voice, she has like the sweetest little voice. Yeah. And it does not seem as though she's that intimidating. And because of that, and even when she's doing her housewife thing in Yellow Jackets, like it's not that intimidating, not that scary until it has to be. Yeah. Then it is. Yeah. yeah. And you can see it in her face, but like her face and her body language does not match her voice. Yeah. No, and her to me, voice it's like, like it, very sweet. It's, it's kind of like hooks from Police Academy <laughs> to me, you know. And then she turns okay. it on, like, "Don't move, dirtbag." You know. But the people they're looking for are Henry and Sam, yeah, who are significant players in the video game, and I'm excited to see them on uh, on camera and how that plays out. Yeah, and I believe we do see them briefly the end. at the mm-hmm. very very end. And so once again, you have. Um, Ellie and Joel taking a snooze. Like, they got to take a snooze. Could you, at that point, like, so again, the whole idea is, like, you're on this, like, long journey where you're hoping to be by yourself near nobody. You get stuck in a city. People are on to you. They're looking for you. Would you be able to, even if you felt like you had a good hiding spot, take a snooze? I well, it was funny because you mentioned that, and then in the scene with the truck, so after they had that conversation of what Ellie and Joel had that conversation about how, like, are we going to be able to sleep? They're, you know, infected out here. And he's like, no, they're people. And then he winds up staying up all night. Mm-hmm. So I thought he was going to do it again. But, like, he did the, the trick with the glass. Yeah, it um, didn't work. Which, by the way, is a a game mechanic in both The Last of Us. Because if you actually walk on glass, you can actually... Mm. You, if you Annie Lennox walk in on broken glass, there you, go. you will actually alert the infected okay which is not, not great bad. so but that the crushed glass thing was a nice little touch nice little easter egg you also get ellie asking joel if he's ever killed any innocent people to which he doesn't answer it does not answer that yeah to which you say a, there, there probably yeah. are no innocent people at this point no who is and i think he, he we hit on this even in the first episode like he and tess like used to be a piece of shit 
but people can change. Yeah. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, Josh was it. So Melanie Linsky was in an episode yes. of Always Sunny. Uh, yeah, yeah. So because she was married to Jimmy Simpson. So yes. one of the McPoyles she was married to. And, and now to, she's married to, I think she's married to Jason Ritter. Right. That sounds right. Yeah. But she was with Jimmy Simpson for a while. And Jimmy Simpson, who I'm told, if you listen to the Always Sunny podcast, is the funniest person that any of them know. Yeah, that makes like, total sense. I gave up on that podcast. I couldn't, couldn't do it. I, I listened no, to yeah. Boston, then I was out. But I'm not at the point now where I liked the episode. I'll listen to it. Like I'm really excited for like the Charlie McDennis one. They don't even talk about the episode. I feel like I know, but like sometimes they they give you little nuggets. They give you a little. They give you a couple of little nuggets. Yeah. But yeah um and yeah so then it ends you get a little you get some guns on them so then so that's how it leaves on a cliffhanger episode and so the next episode of the last of us entitled endure and survive and it's the same writer and the same director as this episode and if you watch the like next time on it's very clearly a little two episode arc where i mean maybe it lasts longer but at least kansas city is going to be where that's where they are next episode it looks like. like the shit hits the fan in kansas city yeah, it doesn't. The other like thing, that, yeah, that was uh, that was interesting to me. So Ellie's talking about the QZ zone in. I was offended that the QZ in Boston. I almost said QZ zone. I think I said it once. That's redundant. Yeah, I the got QZ it. in Boston served Starbucks. Hmm. That doesn't make any sense if you're in Boston. Well, well there's Starbucks in Boston, you know. I understand, but <laughs> don't you get Dunks, kid? You should, but maybe should. somebody. Maybe somebody running the QZ zone was like, all right, this is what we're doing. Maybe it's like, yeah, like uh, I, if you want a revolution in your QZ, you start yeah. serving people from Massachusetts fucking Starbucks all the time. They had a revolution in Kansas City. I don't know what that was about, but they were fired up. It wasn't Starbucks. It was probably if, if, ran if, out of like, it over. It looks like you might get some, some zombies or I don't even know, uh, infected. We'll, we'll call them infected. Yeah. That's what they call them on the show. You got infected next week. Looks like you're going to get some some crazy ones. So if that's what yeah. you're yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Anything else on episode four of The Last of Us? Um, it was I would say out of the three, it's probably out of the four, it's probably my least favorite, but it was still better than anything else I would have watched tonight. I agree. I think it was a really solid episode of television. I think Joel and Ellie, that's the biggest key, is that you're just further hammering home this relationship and advancing it, right? Like, yes. I know he refers to her as, her as cargo in this episode, but again, she's making him laugh. She saved him. He's yeah. like he's obviously protecting her. Like the relationship is is for sure growing. That's that, and then you you know you get introduced to Kathleen, and we'll see where that character ends up going. And at the very least, she's useful at this point to him now. Like she yep. can be, she's not just dead weight. Like she can actually do stuff. Oh yeah, like go like opening door, fitting into small spaces and yep. opening doors is not a small thing. No, uh, so and he pretty- used to have a partner who would do that for him, and now he doesn't. So now we have a batman robin situation here it's funny because he brought up tess himself yes he did so speaking of batman and robin ryan great segue the james gunn who's now in charge of the dcu he had like a little like five minute twitter video where he was like here's what we got planned so obviously you have the movies that are coming out this year which he wasn't really a part of you have shazam you have the flash which he says is going to reboot everything and then you still have Aquaman at the very end of the year. Yes. But what I do like is it sounds like the movies, TVs, and TV, TV shows and video games are all going to be kind of interlinked a little bit, 
which is great. I mean, if they're doing the same thing that Marvel's doing on Disney Plus, which is they just yep. don't have the streaming service right now. Remember, they did DC try to do a streaming service and it they did. flopped. They did yep. their own thing, and uh, most of those shows are on HBO Max now, and then they just kind of canceled them. So, like, Teen Titans and Doom Patrol, I think, are going to finish out this year, and then they're going to be done. But you can get them on HBO Max. They were a part of, like, the launch for the DC, whatever they called it, the DC streaming service. Yeah, so now DC's part of HBO, right? So I think this will be really good, and if given HBO's budget and what they've done with shows, I mean, this is going to be some pretty sweet 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 action i trust james gunn like it seems very daunting it's like an eight to ten year plan because obviously you gotta write shoot make these movies i get it but eight to ten years is a long time but i mean better late than never like you have these amazing characters you have these amazing stories already written so if you could figure out how to do it like i'm i'm in uh and it's funny because it almost seems as though he's had this planned out for a while and I remember them talking about having to do with significant reshoots with the Flash and us thinking like, well, it must suck if they're doing like these extensive reshoots and same with Aquaman. Now mm. I'm starting to think that it's just, all right, James Gunn has to fix all of this stuff to shoehorn it into what he's doing, which is I'm fine with. Yeah, let him do it. Let him do whatever he wants to do. Exactly. Like, let him do it. Let him, let him do the whole thing. So did you... So, he announced like 10 different projects. There's some animated TV shows. There's some full-length movies. He also said like The Batman and like Joker 2 and those things. Those are called Elseworld properties. So they're going to be their own thing. And like, so, you know, Matt Reeves can make as many Batmans as he wants, but it's not going to be this Batman. So we do need a new Batman for the DCU. And also the Robin is going to be Damian Wayne as they're going to pull heavily from the Grant Morrison storyline. But I have all the stuff that kind of get rattled through do you have one that you're the most excited for well i'm almost most excited about that now that we're mentioning it because in order to have damian wayne and that you said off air the rest of the bat family has to exist yeah and the kid who plays uh johnny's son in cobra kai yeah has expressed interest in being jason todd in that okay yeah yeah you need a little rougher, a little rougher around the edges. I think Taron Edgerton is still my favorite for Jason Todd. He might be starting to get a little old, depending on when you're doing it. But I, well, I like so him. You, he's like the best casting for that. If you introduce Damian Wayne, he's older and has been Red Hood for a while now. Yeah, right? for a bit. True. So, yeah, and Edgerton's probably what forty. Yeah, maybe not even. So no, yeah. he's younger than he's younger than me. He, but he's he's know. in his thirties. Um, the other interesting bit of news that I got so. Insomniac is pushing for an R rating for Wolf, their Wolverine game. Oh. And it's said to be set before he joins the X-Men. Okay. Slicing and dicing people? I like that. I, I said that that, yeah. that bar that they show in the trailer better be just limbs and torsos uh, when I'm done with it. It needs to look like that scene in Logan with X-23 when they just fucking destroy like right up through the Right up through the yeah. chin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. So there's going to be uh, an Amanda Waller TV show. Viola Davis is back in, so she's all about. So she's even the good movies, shitty movies, doesn't matter. She's yeah, in it. I love how she's kind of like the Nick Fury now. Like she's the uh, she ties everything together. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, if it's a DC movie, like Amanda Waller is going to show up at some yeah. point and tell someone, try to tell someone what to do. Yeah. No, I mean most of the stuff looks pretty good. The thing I'm most excited for is Swamp Thing. And I love Swamp Thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait for Swamp Thing, and it's not I'm excited because, too. 
We sorry, I keep stepping on your toes. I'm excited about a lot of things. Happening here. Um, I, I won't do it again. Too. Okay, go. I had a really good joke. Come on. I feel like it's I lost its luster now. No, come on, give it to me. All right. Because I'm gonna feel guilty if you don't say it. Okay. I'm really excited about Swamp Thing, and it's not just because I call my wife's pussy that. <laughs> Ah, there I mean, was so many ways. There were so many ways that was gonna go. I never thought you were gonna say that. I never awful. thought that was it. I don't even say that. Like I just, I just, <laughs> I just thought of the joke. It's I don't even, I don't even say p u s s y. I don't even really say that. Never, word. never. Oh. You just spelled it. Oh my god. Yeah. I was hoping to get uh, that one I out. I thought you were just... gonna call like me pre gold bond. You know, <laughs> mid July day, no gold bond. Swamp thing. Yeah. Yeah, but this one's probably not going to be out forever. It's like, <laughs> so exciting. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> These late night podcasts are like, so stupid. I'm like delirious. Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> Peacemaker uh, season two. Are we getting that? When are we getting that? I want, I'm all in on Peacemaker. Yeah, they are making a season two. I don't know when it's coming out, but I'm I'm for that. They also said the Green Lanterns TV show. They said it's gonna be like True Detective. And I was like, all right, easy. Okay. Easy. All right. We'll see. We'll see. But, you know what's super impressive though? James Gunn said that uh no no. He so he named like three different shows or movies that were gonna be based on certain comics, and like mm-hmm. immediately those comics sold out. So I kind of respect that. So there's the Tom King Supergirl run from, I think, last year. There's Grant Morrison, Superman, Grant Morrison, Batman stuff. So like, and apparently that you just say like, can't find them now. So pretty, that's good. I'm gonna I'm gonna you read can. I'm gonna read and reread some of those coming up. Yep. I think on Hoopla you can find most of those. Hoopla. Yeah, hell yeah. And hell um, yeah. what a day for Grant Morrison though, huh? Mm-hmm. Doing all right. Doing all right. Doing all right. All right, Ryan, next week we are going to be back for episode. Oh, so how are we going to do this with the Super Bowl? Didn't we talk about perhaps Monday? Mm, yeah, but it'd be even late. I guess I work nights now. I don't know if you heard. I don't know how we're going to do it. We'll figure it out. Or we we punt it to. We do. I think the last time we talked, we said we're going to do two episodes two weeks from now. Well, no, that's because we got to do Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania in two weeks. Oh, boy. So next so we get week. It. Wait, is this true? Joshua in the chat says you can stream this on Friday. No way, can you? The next Last of Us, you can. Maybe, maybe they're making an exception for the Super, Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. Yeah, episode airs Friday. Oh my god! All right, so we well, do... TBD on that. Maybe we could yeah. record it, find a time, find it, squeeze like Saturday. it out an hour on Saturday or something. Yeah. Shit! All right, That's love great. that. All right, great. All right, I gotta go to bed. I'm fucking tired, man. All right, very good, Rye. Thanks, uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for the out. joke. Thanks for following through with that swamp thing joke. That made my night. Yeah, I, I didn't even say it right. I just talked, stepped all over it. It was a mess. Anyway, all right. Have a good speaking swimming. of swamp thing. <laughs> it's a mess down there. All right, uh, have a good one. <laughs>